as much as you can think about ways to mitigate your um, lower strengths becoming a hindrance to your success, that's how you need to be setting up your business. That's how you can maintain your authenticity and play the game at the same time without compromising your integrity, without compromising your beliefs, your values, your views, and just being yourself. The top three responses that I get when I ask, why do you wanna leave corporate America? Are that you want financial freedom, you wanna own your own time, and you wanna build a legacy for this generation and generations to come. Now, this is not a solo job. In order to transition from your nine to five into entrepreneurship, it's gonna take community and it's gonna take resources. And I've created the community of pioneers who are going to wrap around you and help you make that transition successfully. So if you're interested in leaving your job, go ahead and click that information below. Let's get into the community and let's transition from your nine to five into entrepreneurship successfully. Now let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Work and Play Podcast. I've been doing a whole lot of thinking, and on this journey as a career coach, um, as a podcaster, the journey really brings about all these questions about identity, self-actualization, what does life transition actually mean for me, for my guests, and what I really love about doing the podcast is that I get a chance to really explore someone else's journey. We get to learn about several ways to make a transition through someone else who lived it and successfully made it to the other side. The power in that is you don't just have to wait on me to say, hey, these are the three tips that you need to have in, in order for you to make a successful transition into entrepreneurship. But what it does allow you to do is see what are the right ways to do it? What are the wrong ways to do it? Based on your personality, what would be a good fit for you? Because there's no cookie cutter way to transition into entrepreneurship. And I feel like that brings up a thought about the journey that I'm I particularly like to help people down is transitioning into entrepreneurship in a way that allows you to live your fullest self because we live in corporate America and we don't oftentimes get a chance to explore all of the different parts of our personality especially because the job description doesn't necessarily allow you to do that Entrepreneurship allows you to explore what you're really good at, what you truly love to do, what you're passionate about, and what you desire to make money off of. I think entrepreneurship is a special thing for those of us who are have a history or a background in corporate America. We know how to you know, do the systems. We are familiar with business. Um, we've made close to six figures or over six figures, and we still are unhappy. Not that we're unhappy with the job. Like The job is the job. But we want a certain balance in our life that is not particularly offered in the systems that are available to us. So what I think entrepreneurship does is it allows us to branch out of the norm, create something that's unique, create a unique stream of income that no one's ever seen before. But what happens is because I'm in this space, I notice that when we talk about entrepreneurship, there are a lot of solutions out here. And I say solutions because they truly do allow you to go into entrepreneurship in a like ready-made business that are like businesses in a box. Now, businesses in a box are a whole other topic of entrepreneurship that I don't necessarily help you build a business like that is already formatted. I think people who are able to like create a business that's already structured, you already know what your system hookups are going to be. Um, all you need to do is plug and play, whether it's a, a coaching business or whether it's a product based business or whether you have a T-shirt brand. Um, 
or you want to be a VA, like there are some experts out here who have created a business, they've scaled their business, and now they help other people build those specific types of businesses. But again, when we're talking about self-actualization, even if you buy a business in a box, you shouldn't really stop there. Um, I don't start there, and um, I don't particularly like think that you should stop there because that's not the beauty that I believe entrepreneurship allows us to do. So when I think about like self-actualization and, and entrepreneurship and what you should be, mm, I shouldn't say should because it's not about what you should do. This isn't even about what I believe. This is honestly about what you want to do and how you make decisions in your own life. One of the available options for you is a business in a box. Another available option, of course, is corporate America. And then the other available option is for you to truly explore yourself and build a business that's unique to who you are. That's a solution that's never been um, offered and it's tested because you've, uh, you've identified a need in the market and you create and establish a value based on like, you know, market feedback. I think when we think about like exploring the journey that we call life, whether you're going to be in entrepreneurship or in corporate America, I think you do a disservice to yourself to stop at whatever the system offers you just because you can make money off of it. And that's the challenge. I always talk about like, um, and I talked about this on the live before, because I think building a business when you've been in corporate America in the business side of things, I think building a business is actually pretty easy. Once you understand what your revenue stream of income is, what your, um, who your client base is and how you are actually going to sell that item or that service, then at that point it's just execution. So you go to work 40 hours a week and you have a to-do list every single day. Well, your to-do to list when you go into entrepreneurship becomes part revenue generating activity and then part non-revenue generating activity. When you think about it, it's pretty simple. And there are people out here who can help you stop that overthinking um, because a lot of times we do step one, two, and three, and then we forget about step four, we do five, six, and then we have to go back to one. Um, there are people out here who will help you figure out how to get from one to 10 without kind of any missteps and some of the life lessons that you have to learn from being distracted or just doing it the wrong way. What that, uh, what that does allow you to do is find your purpose sooner because when businesses are ready made, the opportunity for you to generate revenue on your own and on your own schedule is much easier, right? I was thinking about a podcast that I did with Brandman Sean, and he was saying that in the first part of your life, you build the skill set and the ability to be able to push to high levels of achievement. It doesn't mean that you've found your purpose or your passion just yet. But you've trained your body and you've trained your, um, your mindset to be able to handle high volume, um, execution, stress, achievement, all of that. And I think that's kind of what like ready-made businesses allow you to do. Um, so when I really think about it, ready-made businesses have a purpose. Corporations have a purpose. Um, entrepreneurship truly has a purpose. Now, when I think about um, creating a business based on your passion or your skill sets. This theme has been coming up actually for me since, since forever. And that is that no matter who you are, um, if you wanna be successful, no matter what your gifts are, your pa passions, your talents, your strengths, 
there's a level of like playing the game that you're going to have to do no matter what industry you're in. I remember thinking that when I was in corporate, once I quit, I would no longer have to deal with corporate bureaucracy and I no longer had to play the game. And that's right to a certain extent, like I don't have to deal with corporate bureaucracy anymore, but that doesn't mean that I don't have to play the game. As I explore myself, right, I learn that there are certain things that you are going to face, that you are currently facing in corporate America, that you're also going to experience in entrepreneurship if you haven't figured out a way or a solution to mitigate that um, weakness, weakness, so to speak. What I mean is, one of the things that I learned when I was in corporate America is that you can't trust everybody. But that's not only a philosophy for corporate America, that's a philosophy for life in general. Um, you, you don't, for people who are like me, who are high relationship building skills, who have um, influencing skills, so communication, leading with your emotions, that's natural for you. It's natural for you to do that no matter who you're speaking to. But what corporate bureaucracy will tell you is that if you always go around showing your hand, meaning your, your cards, then people automatically know what cards you can play and they automatically strategize against you even if they don't necessarily mean to, because at the end of the day, everybody's out here playing the game for themselves. Whether you're in corporate, corporate or entrepreneurship, the games are just different. So what I would do when I was in corporate would be, you know, I would have a meeting, a one-on-one -on -one with someone I would think is a support partner, and I would share what I'm experiencing from a personal, emotional standpoint, career-wise, what I want to do, what choices I may or may not make. And I never considered what my choices or how my choices could impact their career. So because my choices impact others, <clears throat> others made decisions that were of, in, the best, in their best interest, um, and you can't blame somebody for doing that. But what I, what I, could, what I could not do um, was... Uh, put the um, burden of me finding myself on coworkers and colleagues who were trying to play the game themselves. Being a first generation corporate professional means that you are the only person in your family, like in your close network, who is in a situation where you're making close to six figures, um, you've made it successfully up a certain level of promotions. You have friends who make the same amount of money as you. You have friends who've done successful things in, in corporate, you know, figuring it out just like you. And what happens a level above you is that there are other managers um, and leaders who are also uh, first generation corporate leaders, corporate VPs, and they do what they can to reach back, but they don't necessarily have the bandwidth to do that for more than one or two people. So you find yourself at odds with leaders who want to be mentors, who don't necessarily have the bandwidth, and then some leaders who don't see the need to reach back to other young black people because, hey, I did it by myself, and why should you have any assistance? That's a different mindset. But when we think about like, what does this all have to do with anything, all of those different things that are going on in people's minds are at play when you're going through your stress and your journey and your career. So what I don't want you to do is make the mistake of trusting or confiding in people as if they're your therapist just because you're trying to figure out what your footing is going to be in corporate America. Now, how does that apply to entrepreneurship? 
Well, before I get into entrepreneurship, but when I was going through my trials and tribulations in corporate, I would call my mom and I would be like, you know, oh, I can't stand the fact that you have these different layers of like approval and you have to wait for someone's like um, sign off and fire drills are not really fire drills and we're not saving babies here. And just the list goes on and on and on and on. And I would be very frustrated because I couldn't make things happen because you had to wait for certain approvals or because you had to kiss ass, so to speak. And my mom, being of that generation, she would say like, you are, you got to play the game. And I never really wanted to. I was like, why? I don't want to play the game. I just want to be me. I just want to be authentically me. And I want to be able to help people. And I want to be able to, to share what was going on in my mind. And I don't want that to be used against me. Well, you know, in a, in a fun world, in a, in a wonderful world, in an ideal world, then I wouldn't have to deal with that. But in corporate America, I surely did. And I thought that I wouldn't have to when I went into entrepreneurship. But I also realized being in entrepreneurship, business becomes personal and personal is business. The, the waters are very murky over there, over here. And um, it's easy to compartmentalize when you're in corporate because, hey, you don't bring your personal life to work at any way. Um, but when you're in the space of uh, being on social media, putting your private life out there to, to the most, you know, to the extent that you want to, you know, people uh, have a glimpse of what your real life looks like and personal becomes meshed into your business life. So why I think that you don't have to play the game when you go into entrepreneurship when that's probably when game is on. And what I learned is, if you're struggling with something in, in corporate, it's only going to be magnified when you go into entrepreneurship. So I've had to learn how to not wear my, my heart on my sleeve because you don't make business decisions based on what your feelings say, just what your feelings say, right? You make decisions based on the relationships that you have. Some people are always doing cost benefit analysis in their mind and, you know, I, I would re be remiss if I did not consider the profit and loss and the value that I bring from a monetary perspective in this it just because I want to make friends. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what it is. Everybody is not here to be your friend. And I've um, been ministered to over and over and over because as much as you want to be um, just a nice person, you have to be you have to think about the value that you bring and um, it requires you to have a certain level of economic value so that you can always think about, you know, what is the exchange? Not always, but, you know, most of the time think about what is the exchange when you're allowing someone to come into your space from a business perspective and you're going to into someone else's space from a business perspective. What does that mean for your game? What does that mean for their game? Um, what is the, are their values, what are their motivations, and how do your vision, how does your vision align to theirs, and um, how doesn't it, and how does that actually um, move your vision forward if you guys work together, and how does it hinder your vision if you work with someone? These are all relationship dynamics that will affect your business when you go into entrepreneurship. And if you don't necessarily think about playing the game while you're in corporate, then you will sadly have to be faced with that when you go into entrepreneurship. I say all that to say, like, you have to play the game. I have succumbed to the notion and the philosophy that you have to play the game. And it's kind of like chess. 
And even though I am not a chess player, <laughs> I do understand the moves on the board. And I do understand how people, um, they align and they don't align. And um, to the best of your ability, if you can navigate this space or a corporate America and understand that people have their own motives, um, whether they're you know malice, intent or not, then you'll honestly be able to move forward. So that's something that I've learned in this journey of like becoming who I want to be and trying to maintain a level of authenticity, which you know some people can even scoff at, right? Like authentic, like authentic can be such a buzzword. In 2021, living your authentic life is such a cliche, but dare I say, I like cliches. You know, cliches have um, place. They have a place in this world. And so when you think about living an authentic life, how do you live an authentic life and play the game at the same time? I believe that that's where strategy comes into place. I think when you, some another podcast guest, um, I really enjoyed the conversation was, when she mentioned, and you guys will know who I'm talking about as soon as I mention it, but when she mentioned that in corporate there's so many referees on the field, and so they throw a flag on the play because, hey, you can't do that, they can't do this, they can't do that. So the structure that's in place in corporate America is already established, right? And there are referees, and there are managers, and there are mentors, and there are people who support you, and there are allies, and there are com um, competitors. The game is already set. When you become an entrepreneur, I believe you create your own organization and you create it based on the skill sets that you currently have. So let's say we're going back to the Strengths Finder assessment and you have four different quadrants. You've got your strategic skills, your execution skills, you have your influencing skills and your relationship building skills. And let's say you are heavy strategic and, and um, very heavy execution. Well, as much as I talk about you can't wear your heart on your sleeve, you know, building a uh, building relationships will be really hard for you if you don't start working that muscle in relationship building and influencing. You might not be the best at it, but it's required. Does that mean you have to do it? No, but a part of connecting and being out here and not trying to be a lone entrepreneur or even in our organization, collaborations make the world go round. So when you want to collaborate with others and organizations that are doing the same thing that you're doing, those relationship skills are going to come in handy. So let's say you're high execution, high, strate high strategic, and you don't necessarily want to do the relationship building stuff. Well, that allows you to put a piece on the board. You know, it could be your queen, it could be your knight that has the skill sets to complement your gifts. And that's how you can create a strategic team of folks that allows you to play the game that you want to play. You start building your team. The game has less referees in entrepreneur and entrepreneurship, but there's still a way to play it. And then when you start to create um, collaborations and, and partnerships, then your night hangs out with their night, right? And those relationships have to happen, right? And even still, at some point, you're hanging out with the CEO and that relationship is gonna be important. So I say all that to say, like, as much as you can think about ways to mitigate your um, lower strengths becoming a hindrance to your success, that's how you need to be setting up your business. That's how you can maintain your authenticity 
and play the game at the same time without compromising your integrity, without compromising your beliefs, your values, your views, and just being yourself. Now, I say all that to say that's a theory that I am also testing in my own career. And y'all get a chance to see front and center how self-actualization and, and how I put my own theories to the test and my philosophies. Because I'm not just out here coaching people to do, oh, one, just leave your job. No, after you leave your job, there's a whole new life that begins. And it's a whole new programming or deprogramming process that you have to go through in order to live the life that you desire. I just don't want anyone to go out there and I say out there, I don't want people to go out into entrepreneurship and think that you're going to be leaving your problems behind when you're, if you don't deal with the problem before you leave, you're going to be faced with the issue again. So while a lot of times, you know, authenticity can seem to be a cliche word, it's really important for you to always question, where's my authentic self? Who does that person look like? And, you know, what, do they, what does being my authentic self look like? You know, there is um, room for you to create the unique business offering based on what it is that you do well and the gifts that you currently have and the value that you place on it. And that's just what we're here for. I don't think that anyone should sign their self, themselves up for a system in any form or fashion. I mean any, like nonprofit, corporations, any of that. I personally feel like we should all be entrepreneurs, but I don't let my bias get in the way of the way that I think you should live your life. Your journey is your journey. Um, and as much as I can provide value and um, perspective, I think you'll be able to make the decision that's best for you based on everything that's been given to you. Now, as you go through your process, and as you shift identities, I don't want you to be afraid of contradicting yourself. No one knows everything. And whatever you feel like you know right now could change in five, 10, 15 years. Allow your interest, your curiosity, and what you do know lead the decisions that you make right now so that you never regret one, any decision that you've ever made because you've made it based on the knowledge that you had at this moment, the passions and the gifts and the beliefs that you had right now. When your beliefs change, be comfortable with leaning into those new beliefs because new, like other beliefs actually serve you much, much more than the life that you have right now. But you don't know that. I mean, there are so many things that one, I've had to deprogram myself from believing in corporate. And now that I feel like I've gotten some, some, headway in entrepreneurship, there's so much more life ahead of me that I have to learn and the road gets, gets long, but it's, it's a good time. So when I say entrepreneurship is for everybody and um, when I say you know entrepreneurship doesn't have to be hard, even though people characterize it that way, I truly believe that you know I created a whole life that is fun. There are days even when I'm stressed because there's so much to do. Um, I mean, tactical work. You just have to execute what you can and continue to press forward and keep your future self in mind. Your future self is sitting there rooting on you like, hey, I'm here. I've already handled that issue. I already know what to do. You're going to learn it. 
So it's really just fun figuring out and finding out what happens next. What happens next? And to the best of your ability, as much as you can, and, and you can affect that, that journey, affect it. Do what you can. So the next time you have the opportunity to lean into a gift or a skill set or do something that you haven't done before or um, speak on something that means a lot to you, don't let fear of playing the game or playing it wrong stop you from testing some shit out. Always lean into new situations. Lean into discomfort. Continue making relationships and breaking relationships and testing relationships to their fullest capacity because what I've also learned is in a personal sense, you find some of like the best supporters and friends that you could ever find just by being your authentic self. And pressure testing that friendship just means that you allow your friends to see you when you're not so sure of your strategy. When you feel like, oh, okay, this relationship is, may or may not pan out. When you don't know how to pull off a business strategy. When you don't know what your, your offering is gonna be and you need to figure out how to structure a new offering or a new service or whatever. Lean into the discomfort, lean into the uncertainty and allow life to unfold right before your eyes. So as I continue living my life and exploring this journey as um, your host of the Work and Play podcast, career coach and the podcast queen, I invite you to explore your life as well and continue to ask yourself the questions, the hard questions that tell you whether you are in alignment with your future self or not. You like how I did that? <laughs> there are no right or wrong answers, but you have to be in alignment. And even if you're not in alignment, there's always gonna be room for you to get back into alignment. So that's my thoughts. I, are, I, um, I think I have really pressure tested this life in the last couple of months, and I'm continuing to, to learn new things. And um, through the tears and the laughs and new connections and new friends, I am just on this ride, um, and you're not going to catch me kicking and screaming because I'm going to be the first one to jump, hence why I left corporate America. But if you're still contemplating your journey, if you're still trying to figure out what it is that you need to do, I just encourage you to do some personal reflection today. Have you been playing the game? Do you even know the pieces on the board? That's a journal exercise. I think that would really get you clear on who are your allies, um, who are your supporters, who are your competitors, who are your enemies, um, who are your sponsors, right, and your advisors, and who are the people who are going to help you down the road, um, who are good partners. Do a good journal exercise. And don't just stop by identifying people. Explain why. Explain why you trust them, why you don't trust them, why they're a competitor. What is it that is a threat to your business or your career goals? And how do you mitigate those, those threats? This is all in playing the game. And the last question that I would leave you with is, what value do you bring? And how do you complement the other pieces on the board? So that's it for now. I'm gonna leave you with a couple of thought exercises as usual, for you to continue to explore your life, continue to find the truest self that is inside of you. 
And until next time, we're going to continue this work and play journey because that is all we got to do. Until next time, I'll see you guys later. Peace out.